Welcome to the episode of Hallmark Hotbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. And today I'm joined by two beautiful women who are here from the newest Hallmark movie called South Beach Love, Miranda Rolden and Jessica Pacheco. Hopefully, yeah, you did a good that. job. Good job with my name. Usually they completely kill it, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Karen that I was like, my 10 years in Spanish totally helped me. <laughs> Love it. I usually get Pacheco. I go with it. Oh, wow. Pacheco. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's actually, um, you know, I've, I love, uh, one thing I was so excited about this movie was because I read the book first. Yes, um, you did. And like, you have feelings about that, Camille. <laughs> <laughs> this book? That book. We love that book, and I was, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I was disappointed with how the movie went off with the book. <laughs> so you know, people. This happens a lot. A lot of people say once you read the book first, you're usually never gonna be completely satisfied with the movie. One hundred percent agree. One hundred percent. One of my uh, my friend who joined me this week, we were talking about how um, one of the biggest things that they missed in the movie was just how I loved how Caridad kind of explained the symbolism of quinceañeras, what went on with the shoes and the doll and everything else. And all they did in the movie was just show what it is, but didn't explain its meaning. So therefore it just felt like a generic birthday party. If you don't explain the symbolism of what was going on in a quinceañera, then it's not really, it doesn't really feel like a quinceañera. You know what I mean? Well, no, I don't I don't know how many generic birthday parties involve dolls and converse and heels. What did mine did growing up? What they have to say though is that the shoes thing, I was like, if you didn't know what the shoe switching thing, um, Symbolism meant you would think that it was a Cinderella moment. Ooh. Ah. Yeah, I but think reality, it actually mm-hmm. meant that you were switching from like childhood to being a woman. But if you did have that kind of background information on the shoes thing, you would think that it was a Cinderella thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Now that, now that you say it, I could see how you, you know, some people might miss that I guess just because it's just such a given I am Cuban like my background my family is Cuban so to me it was just like yeah this is what we're gonna do this is normal everybody knows that right everybody knows that <laughs> Nobody knows what? <laughs> I, you know what's interesting to me for those that don't have the sort of quinceanera background right um is that it provoked a question in you like what does that mean so then what was the second thing that you would normally do in this generation is you Google it. Yes. And I think that's a beautiful <laughs> thing because then you get a really detailed explanation of like really learning on what these things mean and what it is. I agree with you. It would have been beautiful to have a full layout and explanation of each ceremony because um, they do do the candle lighting. They do the, the shoes. They do all of that. But hey, that's, that's why we need to look it up. And that's that why we need a sequel. We do need a sequel. The people want more, right, Camille? That's you right. want more. <laughs> oh my god! I, I I just want like more of all of y'all. Like seriously, you guys are like so funny. I I I feel like uh, we've all become friends 
through this whole movie thing. <laughs> we have. But anyway, um, let's, Jessica, you actually, your characters um, changed, your character's name changed and stuff. Um, have, did you both read the book before do, um, doing the movie or have you read the book since? What kind of character? <laughs> what kind of character differences do you notice for your old character from the book that you wish kind of uh, was incorporated into the movie yourself? So I'll tell you this, Camille, this is the way it happened. I got the call that I got the part on a Thursday evening, like 10 p.m. Yeah. And then we were on set on Monday. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I had the weekend, which I actually did. I went online, ordered it. We ordered the books. I remember we both were like, oh, we got to get the book right now. Like right. as soon as you figure it out that you're cast, you're like, okay, let's do research mode and let's get the book. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So, by the time I got the book, we were already on set, and I had, I think, yeah, I had already filmed one scene. Yeah. Um, but obviously, yeah, I wanted to know what Caridad had in store, had in mind for Maria, which in the book, my character's called Sylvia. Yeah. Not Maria. Um, I actually don't know the reason why they changed the name, but I'll go with it. <laughs> Nobody the does. Name. That's that's a high up level decision, I think. Right. Right. Also, you had a green cheek. I had a green jeep in the book. I know. Where's my green jeep? <laughs> like a neon green jeep. That I did. I wish I. Well, I guess I'm, <laughs> you don't want to see this room today. Uh, I like color. Can you tell? Yes. <laughs> she was like, "Give me my green jeep," and they're about uh, like, "Where are we going to find a neon green jeep?" And <laughs> that's like that's probably the discussion that happened. And I actually don't think they. Even, I don't think they even showed the car that I get in and out of. It was kind of like a Jeep looking car, but it, it, it was gray, generic. Yeah, it wasn't green. I was like, come on. But I did get my pink high heels throughout the scenes. Yeah, lipstick. You had like, Maria's color palette was, I was so envious. I was like, oh, it's so bright. It's so pretty. Like she got all these cool colors and then like poor Dolores is stuck in like <laughs> brown. <laughs> Or like jeans, that's fine. Oh my gosh. is not as cool as Maria is, but that's fine. (laughs) I do have to say though, Maria, you uh, is sassy in the movie. She's like attitude. And Dolores, you're is a little bit more calmer. Mm -hmm. If if that makes sense. Which is like a yin and yang in this characters definitely Which i think that i think that happens a lot in real life too like real good friends you'll see that they they kind of balance each other out and i feel this is me speaking from my personal opinion that um in developing these characters i think they wanted to show that they wanted to see the contrast because i think you actually you you feel more like ah towards dolores whereas with maria you're like is she nice or isn't she? I'm not sure. I haven't decided yet, you know? And then I think at the end, you kind of can see my cat, Maria. I think she's great. I think she's sweet and kind. She's just, she's just busy, you know? You're fiery. Busy. You're fiery, isn't she? She's got that Miami Cuban down to a T. That's for sure. <laughs> that is too funny. Uh, what, were you, what were some of your favorite parts of filming the movie like me both of you oh uh, well for me when I first read in the script um 
I think it was my opening scene that I run towards William Levy and hug him. I was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Made it. My brother is William Levy, so I uh, just want you to know I made it. <laughs> yeah. oh like, and I'll just, if I only get that scene of me just hugging him, I'm good, right? <laughs> no, I'm too funny. I, I, I've been working with William Levy. William's a sweetheart. I, Miranda could say the same, I'm sure. He's such he's a funny. humble. He's funny, so, too. Such a humble kid. kid. I say kid just because he's, I seriously felt like I was with my brother the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> the time we were on set. That's how like natural it really felt right off the bat. Um, so yeah, I mean. I thought the casting was on point. Like I felt that way with Taylor. We have that sister-in-law, sister type of relationship. And instantly, I mean, her and I really bonded while filming the film and it was a pleasure she's such a sweetheart and so great and such a veteran of the hallmark family i was mm -hmm. like tell me everything you know you know this is our first hallmark movie mine and mine and jessica so once you've been indicted into the family i mean it's it really does feel like a family and i just thought casting was great i thought that we bonded really well together yeah. as a whole as a cast like every, it was great i want to go back yeah, i want to see everyone again <laughs> Uh, when I got in the car with Taylor, we they were transporting us to set, um, and we got in the car, and she's like, "Is this your first Hallmark movie?" And I was like, "Yes, it is." And she's like, "Well, welcome to the family." And it was like, like immediately she put you at ease on the same level. Here we go. We're gonna go have some some fun, you know. And that's yeah. what it was the entire shoot. Yeah, it's like your family now. She invited you to, she welcomed you to the family. That's what Hallmark is. Everyone always says the same thing. It's like Hallmark is a family. Everyone kind of works together. And they all like are the same. <laughs> so, you said favorite scenes. We did not talk about my favorite scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was yours. Oh, I know what it is. The dress shop scene. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had so much, but we wanted to place and be so big, but we, they were like, okay, don't be as angry and as furious, both of you. <laughs> and it was just so fun that we got to have that banter. And I felt like that's when things started to be like, oh, okay, where is this going? Yeah. Oh my goodness. So that, that scene, oh my goodness. Yeah. We have uh, that, that was the meow scene for me. <laughs> and, and I remember, um, on the script, uh, it said Maria throws daggers, like with her eyes or what have you. She's throwing daggers, right? So I was going for it. I was throwing my Cuban daggers. Fuming, <laughs> delicious fuming yeah. was what it said. <laughs> production comes over and they're like, we're gonna wanna tame the daggers. Let's tame those daggers down. We're gonna go down to Hallmark anger. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You're, you're asking a whole Latino cast to be like toned down. Like, what? This is what, what you wanted. Okay. <laughs> this is not. This is not what happens naturally. Yes, I was like, just ask William. Okay. Like, <laughs> so that was our constant note. Was was just like, all right, let's. That's that was great, great take. But let's just try it a slightly different way next uh -huh. time. <laughs> Like, okay, okay. Then breathe out. Let the anger go. Let the anger go. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but they, they they do actually say that it's good to um give like isn't it better to overact than to underact? Is that you can pull, it's easier to pull back than to like um pull oh, wow. more out of someone? 
Yes, it's better right. to overact in theory than it is to underact for sure. Right, but like honestly, um, I didn't feel we weren't <laughs> in our hearts. We weren't <laughs> overacting. We were just being as natural as us Latinas can be. And <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now I see myself here because I see myself in the little boxes here, and it is true that I use my hands to talk in every with shot. everything with everything. So that's what, I was trying to tone it down. Like, you know, maybe you want to like not use this so much. And I'm like, I can't because then, then I would be acting. This is me natural. Okay. <laughs> can't help it. Oh my goodness. It's hilarious. It's true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think it's it. I think it's a lot of Latina, um, Latina families and a lot of Latina culture. It's just talking with your hands and, stuff and attitude sass is everywhere yeah. <laughs> sometimes you don't even need your hands we kind of do it with our face or like mouths like over there everything's like facial expressions we don't need words sometimes to communicate are you related to me <laughs> my my family is the same way we really? we, we don't point with our fingers or anything like that they're like i <laughs> Yep, lots of facial exercises, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Anyway, um, <laughs> you are too hilarious. <laughs> like, try to get anything done with us. I mean, this is, this is how it was behind set. We're just like giggling. They're like, hey, quiet on set. Quiet. <laughs> is that us? Always getting in trouble for talking too much. I always got in trouble in school for talking too much. I was always that. That girl who was like, mm, you, detention. No, I never had detention. I just got spoken to a lot. <laughs> I, would get, I would get demerits. I don't know if they still do demerits. Yeah, I went to a what private school. They would give me demerits. And if you rack so many demerits up, you would get either, you know, detention or mm -hmm. suspended, what have you. But all my demerits were because I would wear my skirt to short. Oh, <laughs> Cause why it was too fashionable. Like you wanted no, to be fashionable. We weren't allowed to have our skirts. It was um, it was a Baptist Baptist Christian school, and we could only have our skirt two inches above the knee. And I wanted three inches, just you know, not a lot, not a lot. Just <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that is too funny. No, we had um, the whole like. Oh God, my, my train of thought with questions is just going, going haywire. How? <laughs> See what happens when you talk to Latinas? Yeah, you just got all excited. You got to talk about everything. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, 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 some of the things that I wanted to mostly talk about was just like, how proud are you guys that you're Cuban culture was represented in this movie. And it was mostly uh, like, I don't know if the whole cast was Hispanic, uh, was Cuban or if it was like. Um, it was mixed. Yeah. There was, there was a big amount of Cubans uh, on my side, on Maria's, my character Maria's family. We were all Cuban. My dad, um, Roberto Escobar, uh, who does very famous in the Latino world. Uh, my mother, Caridad Ravelo, obviously William Levy, my brother and myself, all Cuban. Was um, your daughter? 
say again? No. So my daughter, Giselle, she's, if I'm not mistaken, I think both sides of her family are Mexican. Do you, mm. can you verify that, Miranda? I, I don't know both sides, but definitely one of the sides. Yeah. Yeah. We're all kind of mixed at this point. Yeah. It's just a fully mixed cast. But what's beautiful about Quintanieras is it's not just for Cubans. It's exactly. Puerto Rican, you know, we have Dominican. Dominicans celebrated as well. I mean, there's a lot Mexican, like it's a lot of, a lot of traditions kind of in that hemisphere of people who celebrate it. So that was something that made me so proud as you were saying, I think it's groundbreaking in the Hallmark space. Yes, it is. I am excited to see what other stories and cultures that Hallmark is going to tell and, and really highlight. And I know that there were younger girls of the 15 age range of 14 to 15 who probably are thinking about their quinceañeras and like to be able to see it on TV and see it celebrated. Like I'm getting goosebumps talking about it. I mean, it's just something I never saw growing up. So it's really a beautiful, beautiful thing. And for me, I know that we, the movie left us like wanting more, which I think is a good thing. Um, But I think it's going to be just the door opening up to more, more stories to be told in this capacity. Miranda, I don't know if you remember, but at the premiere, I had my parents, but my date was my niece. Uh, My niece niece is, uh, she just turned 16. So again, you know, sometimes these traditions, they kind of get lost. My niece, my brother's Cuban and her mother is from Argentina. So she has also a little multi-culti family and different traditions going. But I think this movie kind of, uh, you know, inspired her, even though she already, she already, she's 16 now, but I'm like, hey, how do you feel about a sweet 16? You know, maybe a gown, take some pictures, what have you. And she did it. I got her a photo shoot and a, a tiara, everything. So I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's important to keep these traditions alive or at least let, you know, our teenagers uh, be aware of them and then they could decide if they want to continue with it or not, you know? Did you guys have your own kids of yours? So I did uh, a whole photo shoot. Uh, Remember, Miranda, they had asked us for pictures? So beautiful. They were, they were were going to include some, but I think at the end they didn't include our pictures. So I did have a whole photo session kind of like, uh, 15 but dressed in white it looked like a wedding dress very very cute I wasn't able to do the big party with the core and the dances because unfortunately somebody passed away in my family uh, around that time so we kind of let that be um, but I did have the photos and I still have them to the day I have them and I um, you know I'm proud of them what about you Dolores she looked amazing Miranda sorry oh. <laughs> no problem um, I did not have a quinceanera so my mom didn't have one either growing up she had five brothers and sisters uh she was second generation so my grandparents came over from puerto rico and they just didn't have the money i mean these things can cost easily as much as a wedding like 30 it's a small wedding it's a small wedding it's a small wedding it could be anywhere you know like ten to thirty thousand dollars to dreamland costs i mean it is very expensive and my, I don't think my grandmother even had one when she was in Puerto Rico because her family couldn't afford it. So it doesn't mean that it's not still acknowledged and celebrated. I think that the whole ceremony, though, it, it's it's very costly. So it, it's for kind of people who can afford it. So because my mom didn't have one, she didn't really pass that tradition on. And for me, though, I felt some kind of way about it. Uh, like later on in life, like it didn't bother me when I was a teenager because we had a, like a sweet 16 
Uh, I was born in Massachusetts. So it's like very Americanized and like I had a sweet 16. So that was good enough for me, but I did throw myself a, and then Jessica, you can correct me on it. Cause it's kind of a made up word. A trentinera? <laughs> like yeah. a, yeah. So I threw myself a 30th, like, I love it. Yeah. But my 30 and I had a tutu. I had a crowd. I had a photo shoot. I like, and I it cooked all of this, all of our favorite foods, you know, that we yeah. love to eat. And we had dancing and we had karaoke and it was in New York city. And it was like the best party of the year. And that was my intention. And I, I, I'm all about celebrating birthdays. So I was like, okay, if I didn't get to do it at 15, I'll do it at 30. And I encourage anybody else who didn't have a quinceanera to throw themselves something. I encourage it too. My, my real birthday is actually on Christmas day, December 25th. So that becomes, you know, also a bit of a struggle. If I would have had a quinceanera, you know, we're celebrating Jesus, but we're also celebrating me. Who wants to yes. come to a first? <laughs> you, know, you need your separate day. Like, you know, I need my separate day. the day that he needs, and then you need your separate day. I did it. I did it. I'm not going to say the milestone, but one of those big ones. Yeah. Um, I celebrated in July, July 25th before that you know my birthday that year yeah. and like that you know i get to have all the glory of people bring me balloons bring me gift wrapping that's not red or green because <laughs> you know perfect oh that's a great time of year and that's fun because then you you know sometimes the holidays like my birthday's in january and i'm like oh, okay now it's my birthday like i and then this tired wednesday like i'd rather a, a summer birthday because there's not a whole lot going on in the summertime so i think it's a great idea it's awesome and then you know when your real birthday comes along you just celebrate again yep. two birthdays i love it <laughs> you said that you can't you can't celebrate your birthday more than once a year <laughs> i agree but um you know one of my favorite scenes jessica without jessica Miranda, i am so ah <laughs> was actually there's so many names we have like a bill and julia name the book it's in the movie <laughs> Miranda, my favorite scene actually was with you and taylor where you where where she asked you um I, as an age, as an irish girl is it appropriate for her to cook these Cuban dishes? And the way you answered her was to be great. Like as long as you are respecting the culture and you're learning from me, you're doing fine. Um, to I pointed that out as a definition of like cultural appreciation versus cultural appropriation. My question to you is like, was that something that you as a, as Miranda also agree with like as long as you're staying you know respectful of the culture and staying true to the food or whatever it's not it doesn't matter who's cooking it or what absolutely I definitely believe I'm of that mindset as well and I think that Taylor had or uh, Sarah in the in the movie had every right to be cooking this type of food because of her personal connection with her family and this is her niece after all it is also a gift for her niece and for her to want to just really honor that and do a really good job and I felt like the family you know completely supported her and you know we weren't going to let her fall we were going to teach her all the mother's recipes. You know, my, my mother, Isabel gave her the recipes from her mother and her grandmother, which she appreciated. And that to me is enough for her yep. to, to really um, 
recognize the significance of it and then for her to want to do a good job. And I think there's something to be said of her being a little nervous about that because she does want to do a good job. Um, ultimately, right? That's the message. I mean, she felt weird about being a cute, uh, an Irish lady cooking Cuban food, but it's because she wants to do a good job. And for her niece. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So I, I thought that scene was really genuine and really beautiful and a way to give Sarah the confidence she needed to uh, kick Tony's butt in the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it should, I don't think it should really matter like who's cooking, where you're from, what you're cooking, what type of food you're cooking, as long as it tastes good and authentic, then I agree with you. you know, if, let's say that was a real situation and uh, Sarah it cooks this Cuban dish and it comes out bad. It didn't come out bad because she's Irish. It came out bad because she cooked it wrong. Anybody can cook Cuban food and it come back, come out bad, you know? Yeah. But that was one thing that was in the book too. And it um, was like, you know, uh, Tony who told her, he was like, you're not Cuban. This isn't your dish. You don't have a right to do the dish. I'm so but I read it, I was like, Ooh, drama. <laughs> I am not surprised. I am not surprised. There are plenty of people that are going to have that opinion, you know, and I'm sure if it was a different culture and they're like, why is this person cooking this type of food? Um, I mean, it's just like, it's also depending on whoever wrote, well, we know who wrote it, but the way you interpret it, uh, I'm not saying it's wrong or right, but Cubans have a habit <laughs> of saying things to push your buttons just for fun. <laughs> We're not trying to hurt your feelings. We're not trying to destroy your life. We just want to push your buttons. And <laughs> get a little red in the face. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that might have been one of those jab, jab. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Did you try any Cuban dishes? Have you tried to cook any of them, Camille? Um, I, no, I haven't. But the, the, um, I do want to try some of the recipes. Like a cube, cube, what are like a uh, deviled ham sandwiches? I yes, think, those uh, are delicious. Huh? Those are delicious. I grew up with deviled ham. It's deviled ham, cream cheese, and you just make like a dip. Yeah. You can put it in a little sandwich with just like a dip with carrots or what have you. It's really good. Filipino. Mm. So we like cook a lot of, we have a lot of, I do notice that a lot of the um, Cuban dishes that I've Googled around have similar recipes to a lot of Filipino dishes. Yes. Especially yes. the soup. The, the roast pork. I think the roast pork that uh, that Cubans make, like for, for Christmas, it's tradition that you make it in a china box, we call it, una caja china. And I think uh, Filipinos make it also underground and put the, the banana trees on top, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's lechon. Lechon. Yeah. Yep, we got lechon. Oh, so good. I love the similarities. I've got one of my really good friends is Filipina and she's always like, this is like Filipino food. I don't know. This is, I was like, they're so similar. It's so great. They have a twist, right? Each one yep. is a little different. So a lot, a lot of the soups that um, I Google, it's very similar to some of the soups that we have also in, in the Philippines. Like um, we have a dish that's um, like machado, it, it, it's called machado, which is sort of like uh, tomato-based beef stew. And I've seen a similar dish in Cuban, um, you know. Probably like, uh, like a beef stew. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. similar. But yeah, I love, uh, like you said, I love the fact that it's 
there's a lot of similarities, but also at the same time, you know, we also have like Spanish influences, both our sides, because my family also has a lot of Spanish blood as well. Yeah. Well, in, the, in the Philippines, there's, I've met, I worked on cruise ships for many years. So I'm a flamenco dancer as well. And on cruise ships, I met many, many, ole, many <laughs> I have many Filipino friends and they actually told me like my name Pacheco, maybe that's why you could pronounce it so well. There is Pacheco in the Philippines. I've met. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Philippines, a lot of Filipinos have a lot of um, Spanish influence last names. Like my mom's maiden name is Javier. Oh, wow. Um, my great grandmom's maiden name is Uvas. Okay. And, um, oh, great. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, cool. our families are great. So we actually had a family uh, reunion one time where the t-shirt design was grapes because that was the favorite. That's so cool. Aww, <laughs> that's so cute. You have, like grape themed things. You can, you know, that's yeah. adorable. I would have called her Gigi, Grandma Grape. Oh, that's <laughs> so cute. I, I love that. that. But oh. anyway, um. Before we go, I do want to ask about um, your, you guys are like rivalry moms, right? You guys were the source of, I guess, the um, tension between the two girls. How do you guys like like playing that? You guys seem so, you guys seem like friends. So that must have been weird to act like you're fighting and don't like each other. <laughs> To me, uh, it wasn't hard and it was, it was like easy to yes. play that, but we were like kind of giggling off in between takes, you know? So the first time I met Miranda, well, we saw each other in table read. We did a Zoom table read, but that's not the same. You don't get the, the same vibe as in person. And I remember I was already in my trailer and I could hear her voice. She, you know, I figured it was her uh, saying hi to everybody. Hi this, hi that. Hugs, kisses, and I go, whoever that is out there, I like her already. I could hear it in her voice. I could hear it in her voice. I was like, oh, this there's going to be chemistry here. It's going to match. And it was just instant. As soon as we met each other, it, really it was, was. Um, yeah, it was a good, like, this girl is, like, cool. She's down to earth. She's humble. She's sweet. She's kind. She's, she's loud. She's me. <laughs> she's me. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it has to, you have to have that chemistry because, it makes for the the tension scenes to be better because and it also makes it more believable in the end that it's like oh these people really are friends they just had you know a riff i'm sure all your viewers watching probably had a friend that they've had a riff with at some point or their feelings got hurt poor, poor dolores she's so sensitive but oh uh, she like their feelings got hurt and and but like they're still really good friends and there's because there's so many similarities between that so we we clicked instantly and, and i think that our like the good vibe we have that obviously we still have um as just jessica and miranda it when we get to the end that we make up which is such a sweet scene i think it was so easy to get into that scene because I would just have to look into Miranda's eyes at that point and I was like, ouch, you know, we're friends. This this needs to end like right now. So I, I feel that that read, it came through. I hope the audience saw it too. Yeah, it did. I liked it. <laughs> I, was, uh, I, was, I, was, I was I was cheering for the families to get together to like, yay. you know, be back to be friends. I mean, I, I knew it was going to happen because I read the book, but yeah, this is all right. right. 
Well, I love that we were able to make up before the party, right? Yeah. So that we could let loose, have a great time, dance, all the fun things. And I feel like you got you. I mean, you're a flamenco dancer, and you both have a really dancing backgrounds. We didn't see much of either of you guys dancing. I know, right? Right? <laughs> they just we wanted to dance. You know, Dolores has some moves. Like we could, uh, we just they used to bring us back. And so we we had a we had a salsa scene. We went out to the club dancing the whole yeah. family. And my husband, which you, you you don't see too much of my husband in the movie because Maria doesn't let her husband talk. Obviously, uh, <laughs> there's no time for him to talk. It's all Does about Maria. Pretty. Just my pretty husband. Okay. <laughs> so cute because he he's actually Puerto Rican descent. The the actor is. Puerto Rican descent, but he, when they told him you're gonna dance, he was like, I'm gonna what? He's like, yeah, you're in a club scene, you're gonna dance. And I had already told him I'm a professional dancer and he's like, oh. so <laughs> he didn't know what to do. It was the cutest thing, but but you know, there's a couple little clips of us dancing in there, but you know, you gotta give those dancing scenes to the Dancing with the Stars runner up. We know, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know. Even yeah, I, even, I, even I felt like William held back on his dancing, and he all, all we saw him doing was a lot of dipping. I'm like, come on, dude, do some dancing. Yes, <laughs> more. Some folk, he was like the hips, you know. He was uh -huh. like the hips. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny. Anyway, thank you guys so much for letting me talk to you i had so much fun you're Ooh. welcome thank you for having us on your podcast yeah that you guys are probably just the funnest ladies I mean, <laughs> the, the, the thank cat, you. i'm sure the movie probably uh i wish that they had showed like you guys having fun and stuff. Well, tell them, tell them see clips and stuff. you want to see more <laughs> Camille, Camille, all you have to do is call the powers that be and tell them listen we need a sequel we want to see more. <laughs> we need more dancing we need more silly we need more everything okay That's it'll be great foods. more food yeah more shots of just food that'd be great you know, Who know right? would you guys do another hallmark movie for sure. I love the Hallmark experience. I really loved it from the beginning to the end. Um, everybody, the production was amazing. Uh, the producers were great. The director was great. The DP was great. Yeah. The treatment on set was on point. And they, you know, they had to take care of a lot of things right now with the COVID and the, all that stuff they had to do. The crew. Oh, the crew. Yeah. Like, I feel like I came back with even more friends and getting to see them again at the premiere. They were just, they all had our backs the entire all time. Of them. From makeup to wardrobe to uh, uh, the catering, everything, everything. I have no complaints about this uh, production. Yeah, in a, in a heartbeat, Hallmark heartbeats, we'd be back <laughs> on. And, and in the words of Dolores, it has been an honor to be a part of your show today. <laughs> Thank you so much. Muchas gracias. Gracias, mi amor. Mahalo, right? Mahalo. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, guys.